Does Janeway voice Flemeth? Yeah. Really? Who, who is that? Yeah. I don't know what the actress's That's, name uh, is. That's the but... actress uh, from Star Trek Voyager. So, sorry, Zach. That would be old Star Trek. everybody to a special edition of random encounter this is the dragon age 2 demo episode i'm your host robert steinman pale robbie on the boards joining me today we have the newsman zach pinchick super flat on the boards one of the dragon age 2 haters and then in the ah. other corner another dragon age 2 hater <laughs> i'm steven myring taylor's on the boards i'm not a hater i'm not a hater okay. either, don't hate on me uh sorry sorry there's just so much anger blind fanboyism there's just something so I am much... familiar with. Oh yeah, not in this game, not in this series. <clears throat> Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so we're here to talk about the Dragon Age 2 demo that's come out for all of the consoles: Xbox 360, PS3, and of course the PC version. Uh, we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to have a news section. So this is just kind of a special edition episode. We just wanted to get our thoughts out there because it seems that uh, everybody has thoughts on Dragon Age 2 right now. So uh, I think Zach should kick it off with his I thoughts. I should kick it off. Dragon Age 2. I think you should. I think all you right. should. I can do that. And I can then. Do that. And then allow me to retort. Okay. Um, well, allow me to I retort. Think I think my, my opinion of the game is coming straight from playing Dragon Age 1. Like, that's that's what I've been playing uh, recently. Um, and so what, what I – the gist that I got is, generally speaking, for Dragon Age 2, they tried to mass affect it. Um. Which is not – I don't say that in a bad way. I love Mass Effect 2, but it's – it seems like just generally they have streamlined the game for consoles in a way that has been detrimental to the PC release. And so so what I mean by that is I find that uh, – and, and for those of you who are wondering, I've played the, the Dragon Age 2 demo on the PC and the Xbox. So I have a, a little bit of experience with both, and I'm playing Dragon Age 1 on the PC – um, I've found that the the combat is a little bit more fast-paced in Dragon Age 2, which can be good, but I, I've found it to be, at least on the PC version, kind of detrimental. Basically what I found was uh, playing as a mage, for example. You know, it's it's not so necessary in Dragon Age 1 when you're controlling your mages to have them auto-attacking the, you know, like the the nearest character or you know it's it's more about a a you know a very tactical deployment of your spells making sure that you know you have your the the crowd control going on making sure that you have the damage dealing you know like you're dealing damage in the right places in dragon age 2 and granted it's a you know it's a demo and what we've seen of it has is only a very small portion of the game it seems that they they tried to make mages play more of like an, an action character sort of role. So like you constantly have your count that your uh, your cooldowns on your spells going off, and I found it really almost difficult to manage um, kind of who was doing what 
at the same time. Um, I played as a rogue on the PC and on the Xbox, and on the PC I found it kind of annoying to have to to right click on on the different you know like enemies to to have the auto attack go off. Granted, you know, like it, that's because I was like trying to play it at, without pausing, which you know is really not how you play Dragon Age. But um, at the rate that the enemies die in the demo, you know, there's it's really you're jumping between a lot of enemies. Um, at but the now, same time. But so so the auto attack bothered you on the PC, it but did, you but I you re- didn't it, it didn't bother you to just keep on pressing the attack button for people that don't know just just real quick um, in the demo for the consoles and I played both console and PC I, I did the same thing on the console version they uh, took out the auto attack button so now you you have to sit there and attack people. For the purposes of this demo, you have to keep on pressing the attack button, and I found that to be extremely boring, like just kind of mindless. I was gonna say I I agree. I think that was done on purpose too. I think they took it out because they want people to play it and go, oh, this is an action game. I want to play it because it's an action game. That's definitely that was a calculated. I think it was a calculated decision. Um, I mean, on my experience with that is that I actually kind of enjoyed. Uh, more, more on the. I played a, a rogue and a mage on the, uh, on the Xbox, and on the rogue side of it, um, and this kind of plays into what I was talking about, how I didn't like clicking on the individual characters in the PC. The there's auto targeting for that attack, and so it, it is re- kind of mindless, but it does kind of work a little bit more. You know, I can just keep hitting A on on the console and be like do 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 you know i'm doing my rogue combo which the animation never changes up and then once the cooldown on my backstab you know is done i can just pop backstab shoot behind the guy and then at the very beginning of the demo when you know you're all super powerful and stuff the dude just explodes into a million pieces um okay Now, this is going to be interesting because for me, I I played the console version first, the the first night it was out. And I I was sitting there playing it, and it was like all the fears had come true. I'm just attacking A. I'm just using the X button because I'm playing on PS3. It feels like Dynasty Warriors. It just feels like I'm slogging through enemies with lots and lots of health. I don't feel the impact of what I'm doing. I'm a big-time action gamer. Like, I play a lot of Devil May Cry. I play a lot of God of War. So if you don't come at me with that kind of action, it's a snooze fest for me. So I found the the combat on the console to be kind of boring. And, you know, I was moving around, and I could pause, and I could use the radial menus, and I was using backstab, like you said. But I, I really wasn't feeling it. Then I went and I played it on PC today, and to me, it's Dragon Age. Like, it plays just like Dragon Age. Everything feels exactly the same. Granted, you can't pull the camera back as much, but I was swapping between characters. I was moving around. I was, you know, uh, popping off, you know, a backstab here, and I found that I was really focused on the positioning of my character, the positioning of Hawk around the battlefield because you could get swarmed so quickly. So I was really making use of those skills to keep moving, and I, I was really enjoying it. Like to, to me, it was just a faster version of Dragon Age. Yeah, like, and I mean, right? I. I can. I, I agree with that too. I agree with that. There, um, the one thing, a a pretty concise way to sum up my thoughts on the on the PC demo, at least, is that it's an it's an action game. You know, it's Dynasty Warriors, let's say, style, because there's so many enemies, which I'll, I'll get to in a minute. But it's an action game that has the controls of of Dragon Age Origins. 
um, on the consoles. On, on well, I think on the on the PC is more what I was is what I was getting at. Like it 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 seemed to me like it was an action. Like I I really kind of had a hard time managing the it. I don't know. I mean, this is part of it is that I ju- I'm still playing through Dragon Age Origins. I'm still kind of like de- working within the the bounds of that you know like more kind of slower paced the slightly more tactically oriented it seems gameplay um but i've just really i think that it's you know it's the the mouse and keyboard is too imprecise for for what they want you to do in the game i i really couldn't disagree more and then i want i want to get steven in after i make this point i mean i i Zach, I, I hear your argument, but I really couldn't disagree more. I, I felt right at home. Now, granted, I have, what, like 130 hours of Dragon Age under my belt, so, you know, but I I definitely felt right at home when I was playing it. I, I felt like I was playing. I felt like everything was good to go. I felt, you know, like I was clicking on enemies, and I, I really had a lot of control in where I was going. I felt like I had more control than I had in Dragon Age 1. Now, I think the game is definitely faster, and you know the cooldown periods are really quick, and so you can, if anything, it feels like the wheels could come off the wagon even faster than the original Dragon Age in that sense, and you could end up dead really fast. But it, it, it to me, it's exactly what they said they wanted to do. They wanted to make a game where you didn't have like the oh, I'm going to click my rogue behind an enemy and watch him take like three minutes to kind of prance around and then start backstabbing no he just drops a smoke grenade peers right behind him and splits his head open you know and and hey if that's if that's the crowd that they're going for if they're trying to reach you know the the mass factor gears of war crowd with that i'm okay because honestly it made the game more interesting i mean the the action felt fast so i agree i agree that they've tried that they've made these changes to the game that really eliminate a lot of the the issues that people had with Dragon Age Origins and the the rogue new backstab thing is pretty awesome to you know get them behind the character. I I don't know are there even here's a question are there backstabs in the game because I was paying attention to this when I started playing I, playing rogues today but I read uh, the skill trees because somebody did like a great write up of the skill trees on the Bioware forum. Now what it is is like if somebody's not actively engaged with the rogue, you can get a skill for the rogue that gives you pluses to hit. But you can't. It doesn't seem like you can just get your rogue behind somebody and just have them backstab somebody into oblivion, which I think is a good thing because the backstab was so ridiculously overpowered in the original game. If you had a good tank who could just sit there and take punishment all day, the rogue could just go around picking people off left and right, and you really only needed two characters to get through almost anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that that I would say is part of the strategy, and I'm not, I don't think it's, it's a terrible loss that backstabs are like out now and are now just like a skill. Um, but, but my, more my problem of the, with the game is that is how they, it's how they've seemed to have balanced it, at least as far as the demo goes. Um, this, this may be kind of cured on, on a more, like on a higher difficulty setting, but it, it seems like they've thrown in a lot of, just a lot of enemies, a lot of like dead weight enemies that you can just easily breeze through. Um, with with little regard to to the tactical positioning, and part of this I read on I think it was uh, one of one of the I think it might have been Mark uh, Laidlaw or one of the guys on the on the Bioware forums posted the the general 
kind of requirements that you'll that you'll need for each difficulty setting. So like for instance, on easy, you 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 can suboptimally manage one character in your party and you'll you'll be able to play through the game. And then on on your normal difficulty setting, you have to optimally manage one character and you'll be fine. And then once you get up to hard, it's suboptimally manage your party. And then once you get up to nightmare, which is where they add friendly fire in, you have to optimally manage your whole party. And I think that that's that's part of what you're missing in the demo. I don't know, and you know, I don't know how they're gonna balance that, especially when you have, you know, they they had you know in, in the opening the absolute fight, menagerie was, of people that attack you. Yeah, it's there. Oh. There were probably like twenty people in in the opening fights, and granted, that's when you're super powered and like can cut through ten dudes at a time. But you know, I just I, there's something that I really have an aversion to when it comes to this this more you know numbers oriented balance to the difficulty yeah i mean Ed, yeah and i um go ahead Stephen. i think too like the more i think about it the less i would like to play it on a console because i would play it on nightmare just because i want to get that experience of having to actually manage my party and not just mash on attack buttons mm-hmm. but the problem is that with the number of enemies and with having to switch characters on console, it's just targeting is an absolute nightmare because, you know, your other characters will auto attack something else because of aggro and you could have, you know, 10 guys on the screen. And unless you, you want to pause and sit there and scroll through enemies to find the one you want, it's just an absolute nightmare. I mean, when I was fighting the boss at the end of the chapter, I mean, at least 10 times I had to select my party and have them restart attacking the ogre again because they'd go off and hit one of the 50 million little dudes coming up. And, yeah. you know, forget about targeting it in real time. There's no way you could get by that fight without well, pausing to well, retarget what, the ogre. It's just uh, thing that I, real, real quick. It just it seems like the game is balanced to play on consoles on normal difficulty, which, you know good for them for if they've done that successfully you know like you just have to kind of manage your one dude but then it really just makes me wonder why it's not some action game you know like why it is still dragon age sure i i guess um i'm remembering playing dragon age through on the hardest difficulty i think it was like my third time through and what i noticed was that you wanted to take out the little guys first before you took out the big guy because you could take out the little guys the, the the little enemies rather quickly and that would make it easier for you to focus on the big guys so that's what i did in the demo that's and what it, i did as well and it felt natural now i i agree with with zach i mean they, they are throwing just an absolute cluster of enemies at you and it didn't bother me too much. It did feel like a lot of enemies, but the, the combat was over very quickly. It didn't really bother me too much. I would say this. It, to me, playing it on PC, I felt right at home. I felt like I was playing Dragon Age 1 again. I think it's cool that they're trying to bring this game to the consoles, and it, it seems like they're really trying. Like they, they want to do right by the console audience. That's great. Hopefully they get a good response, but... Playing the two demos of the game, I mean, it just completely confirmed I'm playing this on PC. Like, it, I, I agree completely. It, 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 it's not even an option. Like, if you can play Dragon Age 2 on a system, I don't see how you can choose anything other than PC. It just it feels easier. It, it looks better. You have so much more control, and you need to work less to get that control. Yeah. yeah and I, I mean... That doesn't mean that the console versions are going to be bad. And again, we're playing a small snippet of the final product. But I, 
you know, it just confirmed everything that I thought. You know, I'm I'm here and I'm going to play it on the PC. I'm glad I bought my new PC. So there we go. I mean, like, I certainly, I certainly don't think it's a bad game, and I, I don't want people sure. to think that, you know, like by any stretch of the imagination. But I just, there's, there's something about the way it plays that I am slightly apprehensive about. I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm going away for four months where I won't have my PC, so I'm not even gonna be able to pick it up um, when it comes out. So you know, I'll be, I'll be waiting for that Steam sale, that eventual Steam sale. But oh yeah, um, <laughs> but. At the same time, like I'm, I'm gonna be really interested to see. Mm, I don't even know if it's interesting anymore because I mean, uh, uh, you know, like we we've seen, we've already seen. You know, like I've now played the console version, and it, you know, it seems like they've they've con, you know, con- successfully consolified it, as opposed to the the kind of messy uh, game that was that was Dragon Age Origins on on the PS3 and the Xbox, and. You know, like kudos to them. They've they've certainly done a good job with the graphics um, and making sure that there's a pretty smooth frame rate on on yeah, the consoles. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the 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 new style that they have, but it's certainly not bad. You know, it's better than than I thought, especially once you get out of that opening area. Um, yeah, I think the open. I think the opening area is. Uh, they were trying to go for something that. You know, it, it's that minimalist design and like taking away, you know, these lush forests and really making the emphasis on the characters. And I know what they were going for. I I don't think it worked. I mean, we've been saying this back when they first showed the game in those Game Informer screens. I mean, that's what we're playing. So I don't think that minimalist approach works. But then when you get out of there and you get to Kirkwall, I mean, it it looks fine. Like, mm-hmm. so I. I think the opening yeah. area, it's not putting its best foot forward with that opening area. But you area. know what, though? Historically, Bioware has terrible opening dungeons. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd say both I KOTOR games had horrible opening dungeons. Both Baldur's Gate games had horrible opening dungeons. Both Icewind Dales. Yeah, you know, I mean, so. yeah I, I just don't feel like they're... And, and plus, the other thing, we haven't even talked about this, is the whole other aspect of Dragon Age, which is the role-playing. And... Mm. It it is Mass Effect. I mean, I the whole... I don't like the character voices. Just gonna, really? Just gonna I, go ahead and say. I actually was about to. I was actually about to say, I don't like that they they changed the the amount of control you have over what you say, but I think they succeeded in making it similar to Mass Effect. But I like that they're they go with a different tack to it. It's not the good or evil option. It's the okay. This is the badass option. This is the slightly snarky option, and you know, I think the writing is good. Yeah, I thought I thought Hawks. Uh, well, we're going to get to the writing in a second, but uh, I think Haw- I liked Hawks' voice, male and female. I liked them both. I thought that both characters carried themselves with, you know, a lot of gravitas. I mean, they 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 don't come across sheepish. I- I've never liked Male Shepherd. I've never liked really? he he's. I've never I liked Male Shepherd. I'm, What's I'm, that? I'm that a fan. Weird out of context. I really. <laughs> don't like Shepard's male voice. I, I think the female Shepard is awesome, but the male Shepard always just strikes me as like a bad Star Trek performance. Like it, it he just it, compared to the other voices around him, he just sounds like bored. And See, I, I've heard people say that too. And I just, I don't agree. I think male Shepard sounds awesome. I think he gives it kind of that really like tongue in cheek air to it. Like, I mean, whenever he says some of the sarcastic comments or like the, like, and she sounds hilarious when he says them. See, yeah, I, I feel think... like he has one note. 
I feel like he has one note and he just plays it the whole time. Like the, whether it's Renegade or Paragon, I feel like he's just playing one character, you know, one one note, like one emotion the whole way through. I, the 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 issue that I had was more when it came to the uh, the purple smiley face options. Uh, so, <laughs> the, so let's the, yeah, the so let's just go over the um. So the the new uh, Mass Effect style wheel is not is not just Mass Effect. It has you know options. It kind of has that similar um, idea of like nicer options are on the on the top right of the wheel, and you know more aggressive options are on the bottom right, or on, I guess top and bottom generally. But um. You, there's this option, you know, like there's generally an option for sarcastic, like snobby, sarcastic, and it, it reminds me of what they did in Alpha Protocol. So, you know, good, good cribbing on on that. But um, I like it. I I just I, I think that I like, the, the I sarcasm like the is so. Really, I found them to be so just like incredibly cliched, and and just de- the delivery was. Was just like almost snobbish in in how sarcastic. I don't know. It just made me really not like the character. Uh, and see, I I liked it. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Maybe that says I more about too. me. But yeah, you know, I I liked Hawk's character. I I thought the writing. I think this leads us right into the next point. Um, did we talk about it on the show? I think we only talked about it in the pre-show warm-up for the last episode that. I really didn't like, based off the trailers, the kind of increase in the crass tone of the game. And I, I know this is a weird thing to pick on, like the fact that people... No, I, I completely agree with you. I don't think it's weird at all to pick on, considering right. that they kind of went for a little more highbrow type of writing in the original. And now it's more like like R.A. Salvatore, like, you know... Bitches and hoes, kind of fantasy, and yeah, it it, it feels uh, really well. We're we're just describing it. I mean, uh, we're not going to get uh, too far into it, but it's it feels really awkward, like to to hear a character say bitch or to say you know BS. It, it just it feels weird, especially considering the original game's tone. It. It isn't as bad, and I said this on the forums, it isn't as bad as Prince of Persia Warrior Within, like where it feels just so out of place compared to the original, but it's it's still getting there. Like it just Yeah. I hope and that right they reel is, that in. See, I don't think they're going to. And it I think one of two things is gonna happen. Either it's gonna be like that the whole game and they did it on purpose to get people, you know, who wouldn't normally play these kind of games to play them. Or I think it's just in that particular demo area, again, to get those people to play it. But then you get into it, and it's a little more, you know... Right, and it also screwed. it also has to do with the characters that are using the language. Like, I forget the, the female Chantry member's name. Cassandra. Cassandra. It, you have this, um, this frame narrative, and we'll have to see how much of an impact that has on the game. But for a Chantry member to just bark out obscenities it feels weird now if it was varick varick's the the male dwarf telling the story if it was him saying it i could understand it but the fact that it's coming out of like somebody a a chan- right a noble chantry member and, and again we're now we're starting to get into lore here and i mean we're going to start talking like Star Trek. it's out of context it, it doesn't yeah. fit within the context of what the chantry is i mean i didn't beat the first dragon age but i played a good 50 hours of it and I take a long time to play stuff, so, but, yeah, and I never would have ever imagined them to say that, because, I mean, you even meet a member of the Chantry in the actual, when you're inside the Hawk story, 
And I mean, he's all noble and he's like, oh, I'm willing to give up my agenda right now just because, you know, we don't want to die. But yeah, later on, I'm going to get you. And I don't see him later on going like, oh, B.S. Yeah. If she had just said, like, you, you know, you lie, you louse or something like that. I mean, that's some sort of dwarf slur. Yeah. But like that's that's a better that's better writing right there. So it just it feels weird. It really feels weird compared to the first game. And I I hope that that's toned down and only kept on certain characters. Like I know Isabella, is it Isabella or Isabella? I think it's Isabella. Isabella, I think. I I know that she's supposed to be like a pirate and, you know, a roguish pirate. And so I'm sure we're going to hear just wonderful, tasteful language out of her the whole game. But, you know, let's see who it's, who it's associated with. Let's see where the language is coming from. But if everybody just starts, you know, dropping swear words everywhere, it, it really, it becomes meaningless. You know, it just, it no. feels off. It it just, it seems like, you know, they had, they had the Marilyn Manson song in the advertising campaign for Dragon Age Origins. And it just oh, seems God. like, you know, like you, you guys can, can look that up on your own. We're not, we're not oh, yeah. supposed to say it on the show. The name, but it, you know, that, it seems like that aesthetic, that, you know, design, like, you know, oh, heavy metal in the background. Yeah, we're so hardcore. Is kind of the 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 route that they went for this. And it, I mean, it seems like it's trying to cater to that group of people who are gonna you know buy it on the Xbox and they're gonna sit down and they're gonna be like, sweet warrior, dude. I'm gonna play as a warrior and I'm gonna hit X. And then they're gonna realize, you know, like oh, you know, like maybe maybe there's more to the game later. But it just it seems like they're trying to cater to that you know console and not not to be pc gaming master race up in here but you know it seems, <laughs> it seems like it's it's such a we are console, the master race you know, um it seems like such a console like a a a bro console oriented game and i mean there's you know that that is pushing you know what? pushing the stereotype a little but you know it just it seems i, 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 don't I agree i i think tonally they've made it more like that but I'm actually playing it right now on the PC again. Uh, I originally played on the console as a mage and on PC as a rogue, and I hate rogue. I know it looks cool, but I just I've never liked rogue. I play a mage in just about every game I play because I like shooting people with fire. And I'm playing it again now, and I really have to agree with Rob. I mean, it feels like the first Dragon Age, just like you know, on steroids. It's really fast, and I feel like it's just like they took the speed of the first one and jacked it up, and just kind of made everything faster. Yeah, I mean. It, it... Right after I kill something, I immediately target something else. I'm like, okay, pause. All right, look at the battlefield. All right, attack him. Okay, pause. Attack him. Like, that's how I played Dragon Age 1. And so I'm kind of holding back when I'm playing as a mage, and I'm letting the warriors run up, and I'm kind of picking people apart in the back. So I I don't really feel a huge difference other than the tonal shifts and little things like not being able to pull the camera back, the menu system being more... Uh, more streamlined, kind of getting rid of the the Dragon Age sort of storybook aesthetic, aesthetic, which I'm I'm a little upset about. But it, it's to make the game a look more like Mass Effect to show some consistency between the two big Bioware franchises, and B, it's to make the combat look better because you don't have as much crap on the screen. Like every it, the focus is squarely on the combat and you know there's there's the hotkeys are very small. The item I mean some people didn't even notice that the hotkeys for like character inventory, that's all on the right hand side on the PC. You yeah, can there's, press there's, C and uh, goes straight to character. There's the uh the potions up in the on the minus and equals buttons, which I just you know like it's good for them for throwing them in there for you know like the the I don't even know like 
I don't know. Like that's I never lift my hand off my mouse. I I, I don't you know correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't notice them on the um. I think they're on the hot version. bar. Sorry, they're on. The, oh yeah, no, yeah. not on the hot bar. So, but on the console version, um, you you know, to... it almost seems like it's just missing a big chunk of the interface because you don't have those those hotkeys on the bottom and like you know like the the framing. I don't know. I yeah. I was I was a I, I really thought... I don't like these new bars. Um, I don't like sorry. these new bars. Yeah, these uh, on the on the bottom left. You know, like the the portraits being on the bottom left as opposed to top. I don't know. This stylistic thing, but. I'm yeah, not... style stylistically, I mean, the UI isn't anything impressive. It's very minimalist, and I think that's to keep the focus on the action. And I'm that doesn't bother me. I mean, it, it's not aesthetically pleasing, but it's I'm focused on the action, so I really don't give a crap. Mm. So I I don't mean to be sounding like a total defender here. I mean, I but it just playing it on console scared the crap out of me. I was just like, oh, oh dear. And then I played it on PC and I was like, ah, oh, oh, okay. It's it's Dragon Age. It's got a tonal difference. Let's see where they go with the story. I mean, for for all of our louding of the Dragon Age 1 1 story, the origin story, it was fairly generic fantasy with cool bits, but there was a lot of like uniting against an evil dark force. We don't even know what the main story is with Dragon Age 2. They've kept it very well under wraps. So let's see where they go. Are we going to fight something that looks like it came out of Contra at the end of the game? Hopefully not, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, did that, you fight something that came out of Contra at the end of the first one? That was a slam on Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Oh, come on. The final boss of Mass Effect 2 was awesome. The final boss of Mass Effect 2 was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, awful. I paused the game awesome. and just looked at it and went, really? It didn't look like it came out of Contra. It was flat out of Terminator. Oh, okay. That's much better. Um, it is much better. Terminator, all right. You know what? Uh, shut up. Uh, so I, I think we've kind of beaten – I mean, we shouldn't yeah. be passing too much judgment oh, on this. Oh, yeah, certainly. Just, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm – I you know don't don't let me come off as as a hater. Don't let Rob come off as you know the the fanboy. You know give give a yeah. you know it's the game's not out yet, so I'm really excited to see what they do with the narrative because they have kept that under wraps, and I think that's going to end up being like kind of awesome. Yeah, I mean I I will tell you this much that I did go from. I mean, I'm very excited for Dragon Age 2, but now I pretty much know that oh, it's it's another Dragon Age game like. My expectations have been tempered somewhat. Like I, I'm not expecting the grand change between like Assassin's Creed One and Assassin's Creed Two, where it's like, oh, the first game's kind of crappy, second game amazing. Mm-hmm. But now I'm sitting here going, the door is wide open for The Witcher Two. The door is uh, wide yeah. open for that thing to come out. I mean, even if Dragon Age Two is is great, and I, I think I'm going to enjoy it. I don't, I, based on my time with the demo and my love of Dragon Age One, I think I'm going to love it. But the Witcher 2 could turn out to be something really, really special because Bioware kind of played it safe and released a game at least on PC that is extremely similar to their original game. So I went from kind of expecting that Dragon Age 2 was going to be my number one RPG love for this year to kind of like, well, we got this, we got Radiant Historia, which we're going to talk about on the next podcast. I'm going to oh, yes, play, we are. I'm going to play the crap out of that this weekend just to get Thank ready. You. So. Uh, I, I think Dragon Age 2, I'm very excited. I'm a huge Dragon Age fan, but it's more Dragon Age, which is great if you want more Dragon Age. that's the, On PC, it seems like you're getting more, but are they going to pull anything else out of their hat? I don't know yet. They've kept really quiet on the narrative, so I am interested. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely what interests me most. I was actually I just booted up the demo again and I was playing through the the beginning bits as a mage. And yeah, so like you know, every everything that that I did say, you know, like about it being like super, you know, action oriented, fast paced. You know, if you do pause it, it plays a lot like the old dra- like the original Dragon Age. Yeah, see, which see, is nice. I yeah. was right. Hey, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just. I'm just giving yeah. you crap. I'm just um, giving you crap. But yeah, I mean, it is. It's. I am looking forward to it. I won't be able to play it for you know probably a good six months. Let's. Let's. That's the thing. I'm not gonna be able to play. Like <laughs> I, I looked at my backlog, and and I I don't think that I'm gonna be able to play a lot of games until I graduate. You're like, gonna like fail for college. for a full year. I will yeah. not be able. It's just I, I'm. It makes me a sad panda because I love my video games, but uh, sad panda. So uh, with that, I think maybe we should just do a short news section, and that way we can wrap up this special edition. Great. Um. Yeah. Real, real quick on on the newses. Skyrim uh, looks amazing. Sorry. All right. So yeah, Skyrim. There, there's uh, <laughs> a. Well. I actually I forgot Skyrim to to pull amazing. that up. Um. There there's a new Skyrim trailer. Um, and, and I actually had that similar response, uh, when I watched it right before the show. So if you haven't, if you have not checked out the Skyrim trailer, find it somewhere on the, yeah, go to, go to find it somewhere on the internet. I'm, you know, I'm sure it's, it's It's all over now. Um, and, and check that out because it's got, uh, a a surprising amount of what seems like in-engine footage and it looks pretty. Um, I'm worried that it's PC footage and that. No, they said 360. They came out today and said that's. That's 360 footage. I'm impressed. Ooh. I'm thoroughly impressed. Then good for them, you know, because because they had some serious depth of uh, not depth of field, like a uh, level of detail issues on um, the on, uh, the what was it on the Xbox version last time with Oblivion. Good yeah, that's for what them they said. For, for straightening that out. The the combat looks and like the movement, you know, like you don't get a lot of it in the first person, but what they do give you kind of like of, of character animations. It looks like the the, the animations for characters will be a lot nicer yeah which is good and the people won't look hideous oh yeah no like i'm i'm actually really excited i wasn't super excited because i wasn't a huge fan of of just generally how oblivion minus the shivering isles expansion kind of looked and and played but this look this i am now really excited for that game see i'm not gonna lie i think snowy areas are just my favorite in general and they, they I do. think the area that Oblivion takes place in in Cyrodiil in is just generic kind of fantasy, just because of that area. Because Bethesda is really, really consistent with like their world being, you know, every area has its own unique culture and look. Like Morrowind looked visually a lot more diverse than Oblivion, and Skyrim is like the, you know, the Rocky Mountainous area. And I think we're gonna get some really cool, like instead of you know all just giant forests, kind of like Oblivion was, you're gonna get like tundra. You're gonna get mountains. You're gonna get snowfields, and I think that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. Uh, you know, I love Oblivion. I love Fallout Three. Hate New Vegas, but you know, it, it's it's the good guys working on it. So hopefully it'll be good. So, Let's see, uh, uh, more news. We've got um, there are a couple of uh of PSN releases. Uh, most importantly, those Zeno oh, Gears. Oh uh, boy, Rob's favorite sewer section ever. Um, <sighs> Oh God, that's that is the whale in my nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, Redrum, uh, dude, I'm not even kidding you. When I first played Xenogears, like everyone was telling me, you know, it has all the best story ever. I was playing it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And I got to the sewers, and I almost quit. Yeah, that I, just... I was like, this is the most long, tedious, horrendous dungeon. But then again, I think the gameplay in Xenogears is pretty bad, so I think the story and the music make up for it. 
I've, but, I've well, never played it. There's... Half... Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh-huh. I was going to say, you mean half the story, because the first nope. disc is good. <laughs> I think the second half is better. I, I preferred when the game stopped making me actually play it and just started <laughs> telling me the story. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so yeah, so that that is now out on on PSN. Play it on your PS3 or your PSP uh, for ten dollars. Um, cool. Yeah, I've I've been I really need to get on some of these uh, some of these PSN classic releases. Yes, uh, you do. Because I have not played Final Fantasy IX. I'm kind of itching for for a good Whoa. Final Fantasy. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, well, Final Fantasy IX is probably one of my favorite Final Fantasies until the like last ten hours, where it, it does the standard Final Fantasy. Let's take a swan dive, like right onto concrete. Yeah, um, but then you get to fly into a tree. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds oh so awesome. Um, it more, is awesome. More, Everything uh, about Final Fantasy that is awesome. More, more on the on the Final Fantasy front. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics: uh, War of the Lions on the iPhone. Oh, is uh, excuse me. Um, I got these two swords mixed up. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics: War on the Lions is going to uh, PSN. Um, so that that kind of rounds out. Uh, I think just for PSP though. I can't play it yeah, on my PS3. Uh, uh, no. no. Yeah, sorry. This is this is the PS the PSP game. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, they, they'll do And I'd like to point out that Square Enix has been saying that it will fix the load times, um, but it will not, and I don't think they've said this, and I don't think they're going to, it will not fix in War of the Lions. They added this really obnoxious where you would cast a spell and your character would just kind of sit there for a second or two, and it made battles take minutes longer than they had to, and they will not be fixed by playing it off of the UMD. And I don't think they're going to really talk about that because it, it it won't fix it. Lovely. But yeah, but that's so that's coming out on um, the Japanese PSN March 9th. I'm I'm I know it's coming out um, on the American PSN sometime soon, and then it's uh, and the iOS version is still in development. Hopefully, sometime this spring. Um, but another iOS game that uh, Square Enix has announced is Final Fantasy III. Um, which I don't. Did you guys play the the DS remake of Final nope. Fantasy III? I did, and then I got horrendously bored. I I had that same experience, but I I think that for for an iPhone game that that could play pretty well. You know, it's it, the the graphics are you know like slightly uh, up res and seem to have like a little bit of widescreen thing going on. They look a lot sharper, um, and the the kind of grindy gameplay that that comes with that territory. I think fits well for an, an iOS style game where you know you're kind of yeah. you know not not much behind it thought wise, which you know is is not necessarily a bad thing when you're on the go. So and they'll probably adopt controls like um, chaos rings, where the analog stick just kind of appears wherever you put your finger. Because I mean it, it's not That'd very nice. twitch based, so that'd be nice. So is that it for news? Uh, we've got we've got for- um, one uh, two, a couple more things. Uh, there's a new Sting game. They did. They did the uh, the what is it? Department Heaven games uh, for the PSP. A strategy RPG called Gunganeer. Gunganeer. I think we need to mention something in the news, or else. No, Steven's that's all. Going to that's all. Us. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, Telltale. Okay. Telltale. Um, final final news story of the of the day. Um, Telltale Games, the people who have done the the Sam and Max remakes and. The Back to the Future Future games, and um, I'm trying to think. They I have a whole bunch of their games just on on Steam. They they did like the Bone games, and they did the Wallace and Gromit games. They have a whole bunch of games. You should check them out. They're pretty good. 
Um, they've announced a whole bunch of new games, actually. Uh, so they've got um, Back to the Future coming to the PSN and iOS uh, okay. fairly soon. So that's, that's pretty good. Um, the the I don't this, the, you're really gonna hate me for is that I don't know what theme song. What? Is. Oh, you well, young I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm hoping it was Back to the Future because Rob, 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 Rob. Wait. What? Okay, never mind. What? Go ahead, child. Zach, so go child ahead. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. So Back to the Future, PSN, iOS. Uh, King's Quest Reboot. Uh, so this is Steven. It, it's a game that you like. It's not a game that I like. It's a series <laughs> that everybody likes. And if you don't, you have bad taste. Damn. I'll have to Didn't I get censored on the podcast for that at one point? I think I did. Maybe. No, you said that people, if you like Final Fantasy XIII, you have impaired judgment. <laughs> I and stand by that <laughs> And that was because we had three reviews up that said it was a good game. <laughs> Um, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's new King's Quest coming. Um, then uh, a couple of other smaller releases. They're they're continuing um, the the Hector Badge of Carnage series, which I haven't had the chance to play um, on on the iOS, and uh, I think they're they're doing uh, PC and Mac as well. Um, and then there's also Jurassic Park, which I don't. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's so. That's what that, that, came that out was with. the reference. Zach. Okay, so that was the reference. Sure. I, you know, I I, I kind of was like maybe it's Jurassic Park, but maybe it's also Back to the Future because I just did not grow up in the 80s, and I've seen those movies about once in each. I was born in 1987, and I know it. Yeah, I was good, born in 1984, and I know it. Good for you, kiddos. Oh you, yeah. Wait, have, you, have you not seen Back to the Future? I have seen it once. Oh my god. How many all three of them? No, the first one. What? What? Zach, <laughs> I am revoking your nerd card. I'm just I'm just saying. You don't even need you get your like person card revoked for that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna wither away and die. American no American citizenship, gone. Oh man. <laughs> you are now part of the axis of evil. Back to uh, the future is the eighties. Yes, it is. Um, and I don't come from the 80s. Don't so. need money. So you should don't be need things. It's not even on. Don't need this train. I don't know. I have I have a lot of movies that that is just like culturally I need to. But I think I think that's that's uh. Uh, we're getting goofy now. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> You done? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just done. <laughs> I think we, I think we made him done. I think we've learned never to do a midweek podcast ever again. <laughs> I, I think, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. Okay. Uh, thank you everybody yeah, for so listening. I think I'm pretty sure we're done. Can we, can we, Thank you everybody for listening to the special edition about Dragon Age. Uh, we're probably going to have another episode where we'll talk a lot about Radiant. Um, uh, Radiant Historia, and then we'll have the big Dragon Age 2, like, conference call of Doom, but uh, that we're going to wait a while Doom. until Doom! Until after the game's been out for a pretty good amount, like maybe a, maybe a week or two, just so we can really tear into it and really have a good solid discussion about it. So, thanks again. Thanks for all your support. Thank you for subscribing on iTunes, for downloading the podcast, and for keeping the message boards going. Really appreciate it, guys. And thanks again.